Happy Woo Wednesdays. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. If you are a wedding photographer, go to www.heckyesmedia.co and download my free guide on how to generate constant leads. It's my gift to you. Today's guest is Deanna Mukai. She is a video editor on my team and edits many of my wedding professional friends' videos. She found her passion very young by seeing music videos on YouTube and turned it into a career. This girl is young but ahead of her time. Today we talk about how to overcome obstacles in your life. She lost her mom seven months ago to breast cancer and she opens up today about her grief and how she is doing now. And she also reminds us that you are not alone. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Woo Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Get a Heck Yes with me, your host, Carissa Wu. I have my friend, Deanna Mukai, and she's a video editor that specializes in helping women-owned businesses level up their video and grow their business. She works with a wide range of clientele, including photographers, wedding planners, psychologists, realtors, and attorneys. She's passionate about storytelling and helping others tell their stories. Deanna has been on my team for about five years, which is crazy. We'll talk a little bit more about how we met, and she edits my reels, my podcasts, my YouTube's, but does so much more. And yeah, you're also my good friend and you've edited like 64 of my episodes. So you're finally on now and you get to edit your own. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited. I've listened to all the episodes and I was just telling Carissa that I listen to podcasts daily. So it hit me this morning. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be on a podcast. Like that is so crazy. (laughs) You're you're so fun to talk to and we have so much fun. And when we get to hang out, go to lunch or go to the beach together. We're just cracking. Yes. You're my venture buddy. I know. So I guess in your words, tell everyone who you are, who you serve a little bit about you and your journey. So I'm Deanna. I'm a video editor that specializes in helping business women with their videos. I help them level up and grow their businesses Uh, Very grateful to work with such powerful women um, in every industry. And I've been doing this for a while and I absolutely love it. It's my dream job. (laughs) Yes, you have a really good job because you could have a flexible schedule and go surfing. Yes, I know. I love it. I'm such a beach person. So like any day I'm just like, okay, I think I can go to the beach today. (laughs) You are. And I love it. You are Aloha Deanna, totally Aloha vibes. Let's tell everyone how we met. So I photographed your family and you were like a baby. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. I can't even remember the year that we met, but I remember, I think I first met you when you photographed my sister's first birthday. 
and now oh. she's seven. So I think we've known each other for six years, which is crazy. Oh, yeah, I know. In my head, I was like, is it four? Is it six? Like, it's, it feels... Right? Yeah. And I look at her and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so big now. But she's seven. Okay. And my little brother, my smallest brother is five. So I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, so we met there. You were photographing her birthday. And I also just brought my camera just to take side pictures. And I think you had come up to me and asked um, if I was also taking pictures. I said, yes. Like, that's basically how we met. Yeah. It's so crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I think you were editing for, what was the name of the video company? Oh, yeah. So I was working for um, a wedding company at that time. And I was doing their uh, wedding videos. I would do like full length um, wedding videos, which is really crazy. So I would go through hours and hours of footage um, to uh, deliver a 45 minute video, which is really crazy. Yeah. And there, what was the name of the company? Um, their company was, it's been a while. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know it's been a while. I don't remember the name. I know, but, um, they're pretty it, popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're really good. They're really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I was yeah, impressed I, because um, how old were you at the time? Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. Maybe 21, 22, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's I was in a while. I was impressed because you were so young and editing these um, videos for this pretty high end luxury wedding photography brand. So I think when I had video um, editing needs, I reached out to you. And hey, here we are today. You're I know. Team. It's so crazy. Yeah. And you've edited literally everything under the sun. So many mini courses, online courses, yes. videos, videos for my website. I refer you to all my friends. You do all like the um, wedding professional friends, reels, YouTubes. And yes, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I'm like pimping you out. (laughs) I know, know, Chrissy, you're amazing. I owe so much to you. No, but you're so good and you're so fast. Um, Oh, thank you. Yeah. Tell us about like growing up, um, where this passion came from. What were you like as a kid? And yeah, just like a little bit about your journey to where you are now. So growing up as a kid, I believe it or not, was less optimistic. I was, I actually... When I was, let's see, middle school, high school years, I hit a really depressive state. Mm -hmm. Um, I was living in a really toxic household. Mm -hmm. And I had a curfew up until high school, like 12th grade, 6 p.m. curfew. Could not go out. It was literally get off of school, had three hours and then three extra hours after school, then had to come home. Um, and be home. And so with those extra hours in the night, I had to find something to do. So I discovered YouTube, made a YouTube account. And my first videos were lyric videos. It was so funny. Like I did like Love in the Club by Usher. You got that love in the club. Yes, exactly. I did one for Big Bang, um, which is a Korean artist. Um, And then I discovered music videos. And that's what really made me realize that I had a passion. So I would um, come up with a story. I would be the editor, the director. Um, I would be both guy and girl in the video. I would literally dress up as a guy. And like, okay, okay. what, first of all, what is lyric video? And then you're actually producing your own videos? Yeah, okay. So lyric videos are different from music videos. Lyric videos are literally just lyrics on the screen. It's like a black, 
background, just lyrics coming up on the screen. So those were my first videos. And then shortly after I actually started my own videos, which were the music videos, I would pick a song, yeah. I would listen to a song, come up with a story. And it came very natural to me. I would listen to a song and be like, okay, I can visualize it in my head. And I would bring that vision to life in the form of a music video. And um, I would literally do everything. Um, yeah, I was the star. I was the scriptwriter. I was a director. I was the editor. And I realized I was like, oh my gosh, this is like what I want to do. And I think I was about 12, 13 at the time. So I figured out my passion really early and really wow. grateful for that. No um, yeah, really, really grateful for finding my passion early. So I knew at that age, I was like, I want to study this when I get to college. So right after high school, went to Cal State Long Beach, studied that there. They had a really good film program. Um, and yeah, that's how I got started. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, this is this is all <laughs> so much sense of like, why you got so good so fast because yeah. <laughs> it wasn't fast. She started with like a freaking middle <laughs> Oh my gosh, I remember, I don't know if you've ever heard of iMovie, but I yeah. started on that. Uh -huh. um, I even had, I think an editor before that was so laggy. I would spend hours and hours editing a video because it was so laggy. And I can't even oh. remember the name of the editing system, but I think it was just like a pre-installment on my computer at the time. Uh -huh. But it was such a bad editor, but I worked with it. And I was like, I realized I really like editing out of everything. Oh, that's so good. And yeah, this is making sense because, you know, your TikTok, your, you have all these like alter egos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also... Fun fact, I did take acting class and modeling class when I was younger. At the time, I hated it, um, but I was really, really shy as a kid, and it really broke me out of my shell. And it was my mom who really wanted me to, like, be in front of the camera, and then I was like, Mom, I think I want to be behind the camera. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but my mom was the one who pushed me because she actually was, like, a background actress um, and was, like, in a few movies. She loved being the center of attention. So she was like, I want my daughter to do the same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to talk more about your mom um, soon. And she's actually absolutely gorgeous. So I'm not surprised that she was an actress. But tell us about where you are now, like what your day looks like, what your business looks like, who you love working with the most, like what kind of stuff do you dabble in the most? And what are you most passionate about today? Okay, so my daily week schedule is usually I work five days a week. My schedule always changes. As we mentioned before, um, I have a really flexible schedule. Um, and I work right now with a wide range of uh, different powerful women, which I'm really, really grateful to work with. And I edit so many different kinds of videos, whether that's reels, promo videos, um, whatever you name it, whatever they need. Um, uh -huh. I kind of sit down, go through ideas with them and we kind of finalize and then I finish um, editing it and it's like the final product. But what I really like editing, um, I really love all kinds of editing, but I think I really like reels and coming up with ideas and helping women come up with ideas. I love following the trends. That also comes natural to me. I'm addicted to TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know every trend that's happening right now. And um, I really like using that knowledge and applying it with um, businesswomen and helping them come up with ideas um, that relate to trends. How do you find the trends? Because I actually just started doing TikToks finally. after <gasps> Yes. I mean, I talked to you about it, what, two years ago during pandemic at lunch. Yeah, I, I remember. Like, I, I remember. Too, but I just I couldn't get, <laughs> like, wrap my head around it. And finally, 
I took the plunge, but how do you even find trends? I'm assuming you just keep seeing the same things over, but is there like an easy way? Literally just to spend time on TikTok. Like I literally scroll, 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 scroll. I actually had to limit my time on TikTok because when I first (laughs) downloaded the app, I kid you not, I would scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. And then I would lift up my head and realize that I had really bad pain in my neck yeah. and realize that I was scrolling for like an hour or two. Oh <laughs> so bad. So addicting. Yeah. But, you know, with seeing so many videos, you kind of see, okay, so this is trending. I keep seeing this or um, this is popping up and I see it frequently. And then I realize, okay, this is what's trending right now. Mm-hmm. But trends happen so, so fast where... Um, it could be one week is this and then a couple weeks later, oh, it's a new trend and trends go so, so, so fast. Interesting. Okay. So I know you, you have been doing the video editing for a long time and you obviously have, you know, a, a head start since you started so young, but was there like, what was the hardest struggle of being like a business owner um, and creating this career for yourself from your passion? I was lucky to find my passion really early. So I always kind of knew what steps I wanted to take. Um, For instance, like for college, I knew what I wanted to study. Then after, actually during college is when I started working for the company that you mentioned before. And um, after that, then I started branching out and then I worked with you um, and then started branching out with other businesswomen. And there were struggles, but I would say for the most part, it was pretty smooth. Yeah, interesting. I was thinking, yeah, I, I, I asked that question because I felt like because you are so disciplined um, and you're good at time management and you're good at organization um, and you you're kind of like a growth mindset because you're constantly learning. I right. think you just keep you keep on like trucking along. And with that right. mindset, there are no, you know, potential like too many hardships of that type of life because I feel like as a person you are kind of ahead of your time <laughs> yeah I, like I, think I, I am I am I listen to like 80s music I love like the decade of the 80s and I realize like I'm like my mom in a lot of ways she used to listen to like Frank Sinatra all the time growing up I realized I was like hmm why did mom listen to songs from a time when she wasn't alive and then I realized like for myself I do the exact same thing because I'm like a 90s baby I was born in the 90s and so 80s I wasn't even alive but I just love that decade oh what is your favorite artist from the 80s my favorite song of all time is everybody wants to rule the world by tears for fears (laughs) yeah Yeah. and you're you're um we're talking about your um boyfriend Alex he likes to watch old movies yes we're both movie people and we actually started I think I told you about this maybe last year but we started this thing where we went back in time and we're going decade by decade and watching different movies that were popular at that time so I believe we started at the 1930s or 1940s um, and we're slowly working our way up I think we're in the 1950s right now oh that's so cool (laughs) yeah so we're both like old souls yesterday was the first time I kid you not it's kind of sad to say about like five years, but I put the kids to sleep early around like eight o'clock because Piper was so tired. And then me and Stu went on the couch and watched the movie together. No way. Yeah, That's it, awesome. Yeah. And it, it was so nice. He's like, this is what we should normally do because normally like, you know, I have to sleep with the kids for them to, to go to sleep. And then by, yeah. by the time, like I'm so tired. So I just kind of like crawl to my bed 
but it was just like, I, I had to like, you know, stay up and I kept, um, he's just trying to find this one movie and he couldn't find it. I was like, I gotta go to bed. He's like, no, stay, no, stay. <laughs> what movie did you watch? Um, what is a woman with like oh, Matt Walsh? <laughs> I, ha- I haven't heard of it. What, what year is it from? Um, I think it's recent, but it's kind of hard to find, but just interesting perspective. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. anyways, oh my god can you tell us a little bit about your love story with Alex <laughs> before we hop into our hot topic yes so I met my boyfriend in high school um we were 17 at the time when we met and yeah. our love story is that he sent me a friend request on myspace and it was so weird I would never um accept anybody that I didn't know in real life, but I looked at his profile picture and I was like, oh, he's cute. I'm going to accept it. Not really thinking of anything. I accepted his friend request and I want to say September and then come December was his birthday. And I wished him a happy birthday on his feed. And from there, it started a whole conversation. We realized we were in the same grade, went to the same high school. And I was like, okay, when we come back from um, Christmas break, if you see me say hi. So we come back from break and I'm looking for him. He's looking for me. Um, I think a couple of days passed, nothing. And then one day I'm waiting for my mom in the park after school. And I just see a shadow come up to me (laughs) and I look up and he's like, hi, I'm Alex. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm Deanna. And after that, we would spend time every single day after school. And we're still here today, 10 years later. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say 10 years. That's so crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so oh, crazy. Yeah, I'm so excited. And I, I'm i sure you guys will be getting engaged eventually and hitting me up. You guys are- I know. That's like the together question. Together with dog Karen. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, we have um, a soon-to-be one-year-old puppy. Oh, oh, my God. Yes. Year. I remember when you first got him. Um Okay, so tell us about your hot topic and why you chose it and why it's like near and dear to your heart. So when you asked me to be on your podcast, I was thinking of so many ideas. I had so many options to talk about. Um, I thought about talking about video editing because it's my passion. But since this year, um, it's been really, really emotional. And I really wanted to talk about something I'm passionate about. So my hot topic is how to overcome obstacles in life. Mm -hmm. And that stems from um, losing my mom this year to breast cancer. She had almost 10 year fight of breast cancer. Um, No chemo, just natural. She did have one surgery. um, But it's been a really emotional year. And I really had to have this positive mindset to move forward. And now it's been I believe seven months since she's passed. She passed um, February 3rd. And it's been really, really emotional for me. But I really wanted to talk about this because even if I just inspire one person mm-hmm. by hearing this, mm-hmm. I feel like I would have done my job. So Aww. yes, this is this podcast is to honor your mom. And so many people have gone through loss, especially since 2020 COVID. Um, and yeah, you, I was there when it happened, it was just crazy. Cause it happened so fast. Um, you know, one day she was sick and then, you know, the next day gone and just seeing like how you, you know, 
you have your ups and your downs, but you still have this shining light. So I guess just share like your journey, like this past seven months and have you gotten through it? Oh my gosh. So um, I've never lost anybody before. So grieving was just this whole new process to me. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like in the beginning, I was in denial because we had her services um, within, we had two services. We had one celebration of life with my friends and then um, some of her friends. Um, and then we had a second service with just my mom's side of the family. And I feel like during both services, I was still in the denial stage because I didn't cry. I didn't cry at all. And um, I would always be thinking during those days, I'll just see her later or she's at home or um, it didn't really hit me that she was gone. And so a few months later passed by, and then it really hit me, then started the crying. Um, and for the first time ever, I actually recorded myself crying. Wow. And I would always see these influencers or YouTubers, you know, tell stories of during hard times, and they would show clips of them crying. And I never really understood that. Mm. But one day I was in the bathroom, started sobbing because I miss my mom a lot. And I was like, you know what, I think this is a good time to record myself because it'll show in the future my growth and my progress. And I can look back at those clips and realize how far I've come. So that's exactly what happened was I recorded a couple of times that I cried and looking back, I'm like, okay, wow, like such growth since then. Um, But speaking of my boyfriend, he actually helped me to develop this really positive mindset. Because when he met me, I was just like a mess, like pretty pessimistic. And yeah, crazy to think that. Um, But I've gone through so many things in my life, so many big obstacles um, that what I really want to do is just like inspire someone to have a more positive outlook on their life and me being kind of like the blueprint of that. That's so crazy. Um, I, okay. So you talked about this in the beginning of the podcast, you said that you're kind of pessimistic. You went through a lot. You had strict parents, you had that curfew, but you know, in retrospect, it, it helped you, but um, Alex has helped you with the mindset, but how did you kind of change that mindset from being pessimistic? Um, do you think like YouTube did help you and just finding your passion kind of speak more? Let's kind of uh, dig a little bit deeper. Yeah, that's a great question. So I think it was like a combination of things. I think it was, yeah, finding my passion because actually through these videos, I think I blocked those, some of the old music videos. So you probably can't look it up if you try typing it in, but, uh, (laughs) Uh, I actually released my emotions through those videos and it actually made me feel better. It was really therapeutic to me. I shopped at Hot Topic, uh-huh. like eyeliner, studded belt. <laughs> oh yeah. I used to cut my hair. It would it would still be long, but it would be really layered. My shortest layer was up to here, oh, wow. um, which is like right by my that. eyebrows. <laughs> oh, my mom hated crazy. that phase. She Whoa. hated that phase. Um but it was a really, really dark time. And then when I met Alex, I was actually like that. I was very pessimistic. Um, I was just overwhelmed. I lived in a toxic household. um, And he always told me every single day, just take it step by step, take it step by step. And slowly, I started to develop this really positive mindset. So I really owe 
a lot of it to Alex because he's the one who really taught me how to have this positive mindset. Crazy. So I know. It's crazy. Did, I'm like, how did he get that positive mindset? <laughs> I'm like, should we have Alex on here? Yeah. Gonna- <laughs> it would be nice. Alex yeah, would be nice. <laughs> So did he, okay, besides the step-by-step, like, did he just kind of help you like daily and then give you like affirmations and just be like a good boyfriend? And then I just kind of slowly started to change. Yes. And, and I never really saw it. Like that was never really the goal was to change my mindset when I met him. Like I wasn't thinking about that. We were 17. We, um, you know, we're just thinking about dating or like going to the movies and stuff like that. But then I looked back and realized, oh my God, my mindset has changed. But yeah, he would tell me positive affirmations. He would always be there for me. I am just beyond grateful for him. Um, and even to this day, he still tells me positive affirmations. So Aww. he's really, really helped me a lot. And especially this year with my mom passing, Um, whenever I would break down and cry, he would always be there for me. He just like, he knows what to say, how to comfort me. Uh Um, but yeah, he's very strong minded as well. And so I've learned so much from him. That's why you keep him around. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. I believe hundred percent. He's my soulmate. We are definitely on the same spectrum. Oh, I love that. I was listening to, I think it was a podcast or a video, but Beyonce, she actually recorded herself um, speaking to like her phone every single day, um, just like you. And it helped her when she had like a miscarriage. Um, I think she was pretty far along and she said the same thing, like just speaking to a video and like, uh, that was like her video journal and just looking back at it and seeing how much she grew. And I didn't think about that until you said that, but it's so interesting. It's, it's like, um, you're, you were in this place and you know, you felt so much emotion going through so much grief you recorded that. Um, but it's kind of like a release, like you're letting this emotion out. Like, um, you don't have to like trap it in anymore. And then later you could see, like, you could actually watch the video again and and say like, wow, like I'm actually feeling better. And exactly. Give yourself, you know, like a pat on the back, like, whoa, I got through that. Like, exactly. I was shooting weddings basically for free or for like a grand. And I was having to haggle for every single session to try and like show them my value. And now I have clients coming to me saying that they want to work with me. And I have more importantly, other people in the industry recognizing my worth and asking me to work with them, which to me means even more than the clients because they're people who've been in the industry for 10 plus years, they've seen you know, hundreds of other photographers and they're able to recognize me and the value that I can offer them. Yep, that's my student Kimberly. She's just one of my dozens of students crushing it. Go on my website, www.heckyesmedia.co and book a 15 minute strategy session with me. Only if you want to be booked out on multiple preferred vendor lists and have a proven marketing plan. Interesting. So what if someone's going through loss right now, like besides the, you know, journaling through your video or recording yourself, like what other things have you done to process this grief? So I actually have three tips on how to overcome obstacles in life. And that's actually the third tip. So 
I'll go through my tips and then we can kind of talk about everything. So my first tip is to practice gratitude daily. So this really helped me because every single morning before looking at my phone, I journal. I have this prompted journal that I write in every single morning and it really helps set the mood for the day with a positive mindset. So I really disciplined myself. I'm like, I can't even look at my phone. I need to go straight to my desk, write in my journal. Um, and that really, really helps me. Um, so practice gratitude daily. Do and any, like, do you have any prompts or go to, or do you start, start writing? So I debated about what kind of journal I wanted when I decided I wanted to start journaling. Um, and it was like such back and forth between just a blank journal or a prompted journal. And I said, you know what, for my first time journaling, I think I do want the prompts because uh-huh. then it'll help me um, write and get in the mindset of just like writing and not have to think about what I want to write. Uh-huh. So mine is actually a prompted journal. It has uh, about four to five different prompts every single day, all different. Um, they range from um, what was the best thing that happened today to uh, sight, sound, or feeling that makes you really happy. So it's just all really positive, uh, prompted questions. Um, so that way I don't have to think about what I want to write, but I think I do after I, I stopped this journal. Cause I think I do stop my last entry this month. I think I do might want to try, uh, just like a blank journal and start journaling like that. That's so cool. I mean, I've talked to many people and they always give this tip, but it seems simple, but to actually put it into practice every single day is very, very hard. It is. It is. Because yeah, um, you want to pick up your phone and be like influenced by all the Instagram ads and, you know, go shopping or see what other people are doing. But to get in the right headspace, it changes the whole day. It literally changes your mind. It does. It does. I felt that before I started journaling and writing in the journal, uh, before I would pick up my phone right in the morning, um, start scrolling. And I realized that it made me anxious. It made me anxious because um, it's kind of hard to look at social media and not kind of compare yourself Uh and think, oh, I'm not doing enough. Mm -hmm. So I really hated that. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to start journaling and I'm going to journal every single morning. And so I've gotten into a really good habit of doing that. At first, it's kind of hard to get into a good habit. But once you start doing it, it's kind of hard not to do it. So um, yeah, I'm so disciplined with myself. And I was like, I have to, I have to journal even this morning, even this morning. you're, You're addicted to feeling good. Exactly. Yes. And I, you know, I think it's because I've been at rock bottom that I know that feeling and I don't want to go back exactly. and I do every single thing I can to make myself feel good and improve my life so um it's because I've had those hard times that now I just want to do everything I can to just have a positive outlook and to do like really good habits daily wow that's so cool okay tip number two so tip number two is positive mindset So I talked a lot about this, but it's really, really important to focus on the good things in life because every single person is going through obstacle. Everybody is going through something, no matter who it is, even like the happiest people go through things. I've had a lot of people tell me like, I can't believe bad things have happened to you because you are such a happy person. Like no one thinks of anything like that. And I was like, no, I've been through really, really bad situations. And everyone was just like, Wow. But I always 
tell myself, I don't want people to feel bad when I tell these stories. I want to inspire people. That's always my thing. That's always my goal. So um, have a positive mindset. And also no. I've learned that um, nothing is really a fail. It's a lesson. So I feel like the faster you learn to fail and, and say it's okay to fail is the faster you're going to succeed and reach your goals. So I try to look at every single situation as positive, including um, my mom's passing. I told myself, even though she's gone, she's not in pain anymore. And she uh. was battling for so long. And I'm really, really grateful. I got so many years with her because that first year she told me she was diagnosed with cancer. I thought that was it. I thought that was the year, the very first year that she was diagnosed was going to be the last year. So just having those extra like eight to nine years, I was like really, yeah. really thankful for that. But well, have a really good positive mindset. What was what was her mindset like? What was she like um, as a mother? She was very, very strong in her mind too. So I think also maybe my mom did inspire me. Growing up, she put me in really, really hard situations like living at her boyfriend's house um, was yeah. very, very toxic. And so um, I think growing up, I was kind of angry that uh -huh. she had put me in, in those situations. But she also had a really, really rough childhood. And she has such a strong mind. So I think there's very big parallels between me and my mom. Oh, I love that. And it's funny that I used to go to you for to ask you for advice when I was feeling overwhelmed. And, you know, you would give me little pointers like, hey, look at your calendar more like of a birthday. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, just like, um, and I, I bought the planner, like, you know, on <gasps> you did? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's like, you know, when you feel like, like, oh, you have so much to do. It's like, you know, honestly, you don't like, there's time. You don't have to be anxious about exactly. it. Exactly. Like, take a step back, you know, breathe, journal. And yeah, every time I felt like anxious, I would like get some pointers from you. I was like, and you're so much younger than me. So it's like all the things that you went through kind of shaped you to having a positive mindset. Exactly. I think if someone were to ask me, do you ever wish your life was different? Or I get this a lot because my parents were divorced. I got a lot of people asking me, oh, do you ever wish like your parents were still together? They never got divorced. And I would say no, because you know what? Everything that's happened in my life, no matter how bad it was, has shaped me to the person I am today. I would not be the same person if my parents were still together. Mm. So I actually look at it from, I guess, like a positive mindset uh -huh. and say that, no, I, I like who I am today. And every bad thing has shaped me into the person I am today. Aw, and we love your mom. And we also love your dad. He's an awesome dad, because I met him many times. And he's just the best. But tell us a little bit about your dad and like how he shaped you or any advice he's given you. So my dad, I love my dad. He's very funny. Uh -huh. And he's just really smart. He's a hard worker. And one of the things he taught me growing up was always look at the next step and to be prepared of things that would happen in life. And so I think that really helped me, especially in my career, because I would always think of like the next step. But when I was in high school, I was like, okay, I want to, I want to go to college and, and study film. And then when I was in college, I was like, okay, I got to get a job in the industry while I'm in college. So that's what I did. And so he's really taught me to be such a hard worker and always think of the next step. 
and he's just amazing. Oh, wow. Those are really sweet things to say about your dad. And also I was going to say that you are good about saying no and not, you know, overbooking yourself because you said no to me many times. (laughs) Oh yeah, I know. So I always know like how to set the boundary. Like Uh if I know it's like too much work, then I won't um, accept anything, but also because it's good for, you know, clients too, because I don't want to do a bad job. I want to make sure I have the time to do a good job. Uh-huh. And if I really look at my schedule and think I don't have the um, time to do it, then I won't take it on. That's, so good. that's, yeah. that's really, that took me years to figure out. Like finally, I'm just like, no, I don't go to Malibu or Temecula anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, just- it's hard at first because I, I was like a yes person for many years but I think just growing up and everything that's happened to me I'm like you know what it's good for me good for the client I don't want to do a bad job so I don't take anything that I can't handle cool we dig deep into those first two practice gratitude and positive mindset and then you have a last one for overcoming obstacles yes so the last one is move and take action So it's like moving your body. Aside from journaling, I really love doing yoga in the morning. So Mm -hmm. yoga and journaling, it really, really sets the tone for the rest of the day. And moving my body has just helped release stress. Um, It makes me feel good. I get the endorphins. um, And when bad things happen in life, it's easier to overcome them by having a clear headed mind by exercising, because then you can find solutions faster. And then by taking action, you're actually moving towards your goals. So it's like making a plan. Mm -hmm. And if bad things happen, feel the feelings. And don't don't ignore it, because I've done that before. And that doesn't help at all. So Uh feel the feelings, cry if you have to cry, and then get back up, and Uh then make a plan and take action and don't give up. And I actually have a quote from um, Lori Harder, who's the host of Earn Your Happy. I listened to uh, her podcast, one of the podcasts that I listen to daily. And she says, action cures anxiety. And wow. when I heard that, I was like, you know what, that's true. When you're taking action, you're not sitting around and just drenched in your thoughts, you're actually moving towards your goals. So I've been thinking about that every single day. And when I've lost motivation to do anything in a day, I'm like, I always think about that. And I was like, you know what? No. I'm not going to listen to my emotion. I'm just going to be disciplined and do what I have to do. Oh, that's so crazy. You're such a developed mind. Yeah. (laughs) One thing that's helped me when I feel anxious, I actually try to kind of challenge that feeling. Um, And I usually love that that word challenge is actually powerful because I will literally say in my head, like, I'm going to challenge you this feeling of anxiety to you are a badass for even trying or you're a warrior yes. or you're um, make that next move or yeah, keep trucking along. If you need to, you know, take a walk, take a walk. If you need to take a bath, take a bath. Um, and that word that has helped me so much. And it was from one of the podcasts that was on that you edited. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Like the little tips that we gain um, that could help us so much, like overcome the, these obstacles. Yes. Yes. Uh, this is such a good conversation. Um, I want you to tell people not where to find you yet, but um, tell us more to the listeners. It's wedding professionals, but how important is video? You know, you could 
speak upon reels or YouTube or TikTok and like, what should people focus on? And where do you see social media in the next like one year, two years, because you're so like insightful. And like, I feel like you kind of know what's going to happen. Like your dad said, what's the next step. So in your own words, yeah, anything. So I feel that video itself is becoming such a good marketing tool for businesses. Every single person, almost every single person is on social media. Even um, my mom's boyfriend, who's about 70 years, is on TikTok and Instagram. And it's just so crazy. But every single person that could potentially be a consumer is on these platforms on social media. So I always tell clients that it's so, so important to be on these platforms because these are your consumers and they're constantly scrolling. And when they see these videos of your product, then they could potentially buy. And it's become such a big marketing tool. It's so, so crazy. Even Instagram Mm -hmm. um, is slowly becoming kind of like TikTok where they're focusing so much on video. So um, it's even overtaking um, photos um, and it's going to happen where it's going to be super, super important for your business to have videos. And I, oh, you know, I even downloaded Snapchat yesterday to look at this filter, but Uh even there's um, even on Snapchat where it's like picture base, there is a tab where you can scroll and see videos. And I was like, oh my God, this looks like TikTok. But I feel like TikTok is like the base that started it all. And everybody else is just trying to copy even YouTube. YouTube has YouTube shorts, which are short length videos. Um, But it's just so crazy. So I think I think the big craze right now is short videos, like reels, TikToks. Um, yeah, my four second yeah. ones get way more views than, you know, my one minute ones, but it's just different. Like, um, yeah, it has to catch that eye and it has to be like to turning sound, but also speak to your like ideal client. But um, let's speak about video. How, what's like the best way to get a heck yes from your dream client using video? I feel like the best way to get a heck yes is to be really clear and concise on the product that you're selling. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, like I said before, like think of these trends and kind of see how it relates to your product Mm -hmm. Um, because trending sounds tend to do a lot better than sounds that are just kind of um, not as trendy Um, because people listen to the sound. They're like intrigued, like, oh, I know this song. Um, and they tend to watch it more than uh, a, a sound that they don't really know. But I would say um, on Instagram, it's kind of possible to use a non-trending sound because I've realized there's so many different sounds on Instagram. There uh-huh. are trending sounds, but I feel like it's a wider range than TikTok. I feel like TikTok is very narrow in what's trending. Uh-huh. Um, so it depends what platforms you use. It really does. Cool. Yeah, that's great advice. And then what is your woo factor? Um, How do you, I mean, how do you stand out amongst the crowd and, you know, work with your dream clients? I feel like I stand out because I really do love my job. As I said, it's my dream job. I'm really, really passionate about video editing. I love telling stories. I love helping other people tell their stories. So I really, really do care about, um, you know, client videos and what stories they want to tell. And um, I think with that, they can really see that I am passionate about what I do. And that's pretty much my woo factor. I I love that. 
And last question for anyone right now going through loss, which I'm sure a lot of people out there right now um, and are struggling, just lasting advice you would tell them and then where to find you and how to work with you at the end. So my lasting advice is to know that you're not alone. It's really, really easy to feel like you're the only one going through it. But really, there's so many people around the world that are going through the same thing as you or something similar or grieving. And I think just really have a good support system, reach out to friends, family, um, little things really, really make a difference. Um, And yeah, just know that you're not alone. And then where to find you and how to work with you. So you can find me on Instagram. I have a personal account, which is at Aloha Deanna. It's A-L-O-H-A-A-A-A. So there's Aloha, four A's at the end. And then my name, Deanna, D-E-A-N-A. And then I have a business account, which is at edited by Deanna, E-D-I-T-E-D-B-Y-D-E-A-N-A. And then on TikTok, I'm at Aloha Deanna, but just the regular spelling, um, A-L-O-H-A-D-A-N-A. On YouTube, you can type my username, Aloha Deanna, just like the regular spelling at like TikTok. And that is all the social media platforms I'm on. Oh, thank you so much, Deanna. This is such a great conversation. And your mom is watching down on us. And I'm sure she loves this conversation too. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Carissa. This has been great. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.